afternoon morning whatever it might be hey guys it's tim gillette and this is the tim gillette show no i know it's it's my name on the show but it isn't about me i wanted to create a show where i can get to know people and in some cases like i i get to meet people for the first time on camera i think that's really cool but in other cases you know you kind of let's face it over the years i've met so many cool people and We've changed our businesses. We Our businesses develop. They get better. They improve with time. And you get to reconnect with people that you haven't seen sometimes in eight, nine years. I don't know. It's been a long time uh, since today's guest, and I have actually chatted. So I thought, what better way to do it than to have a chat live on air, record it, make a podcast out of it. After all, we're both kind of in the internet marketing business, uh, you know what I mean? kind of ways. And we kind of met through some other internet marketing guru dude. All right. You know what I mean? I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll pick on him. All right. I know we'll pick on him because he's a friend of mine. Anyway, we're going to have a good time today. Mary Barnett, our mobile Mary, as I've learned to know her over the years. All right. Has been someone that I've wanted to have on my podcast. When I had radio shows, I wanted to have her on. It just, it's been so long being able to make this work. Finally, we found a way to make it work, and I'm excited to bring her on here today and see what she is up to. Let's see. Hello, Mary. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Tim. So good to see you again. I know I've been stalking you for about seven or eight or nine years, so it's all good. I, I, I was thinking about that today. It's it's literally been, it's got to be at least seven or eight years since we've seen each other. Yeah, it's been a long time. In fact, I meant to like look back and see actually what the year was that we met at Craig's event, um, but I failed to do so. So no, no, we met uh, the very first one we went to. I went to, which was the spring of 2012. Okay. John Waite was his singer. Okay. All right. Um, and I can tell you, like the people I'm connected to still till this day from them is uh, you know Jason Nast. You remember right. Jason? Yeah. Right. Um, trying to think. Oh, man. So, uh, my, my washer started making noise. I'm like, what the heck is that? Actually, uh, I went back. It, actually, 2011 is the first time I went. Yeah. The year so, before. Yeah. I went. 2012 was the first time I ever went. Okay. And I joined Craig's Mastermind, and I've been in his coaching program ever since. I went through his elite program, as a matter of fact. Wow. Um, and, and, and I'm great friends with Craig now, and Craig and Natasha, and I've been and the boys are all grown up now. I think like yeah. I was at his 50th birthday party at his house. So I don't know how many years ago that was. I, I guess we can figure it. that out. Wait a minute. I moved it, but remember his boys and this. Oh, boy. yeah. Guess That's right. What? Uh, because I teach blogging, I bought all, and I do mean all of Tyler's inventory. Oh. So now, so, wait, yeah. so now, because Tyler didn't want to use his picture anymore, but now Craig. He shows the picture when he's doing his presentations and he's got to say, if you want a copy of the book, you got to go to one of my clients, Tim Gillette. He owns them all. <laughs> I love that. That's my football phone. All right. It's like, and I speak at events and I show it. Hey, even a 10 year old can blog and everybody wants that book. And right? Oh they, my gosh. Yeah, when they want that book, they're like, oh, I just want that book. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's only available to my coaching clients. That's awesome. That's your like value add, your OTO, yeah. your it's my ultimate bonus. Um, and but 
<laughs> my very first blog and video con, Tyler spoke at it because he goes to college here in, in Dallas area. Oh my gosh, you're making me and Tyler's Tyler's my my way to pay Tyler was is if he he came, he spoke at my event and he signed his book in the back of the room and took pictures with people, he got 50% of the money that we brought in from the book. And, I, and I'd already paid him for the book. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, I made a, a good deal. So I mean, even afterwards, he's still making money onto it. But anyway. Does he still blog? Um, I, He's doing stuff with movies now. So actually, the other thing is, is I actually saw, sat two seats over from him watching that Queen movie with him and his dad. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Tyler's just, I love Tyler. Well, and now... um. You know, uh, the, well, the youngest Hayden is going to school here in Dallas as a high school, but both of his boys, are other two boys, are going to college in Fort Worth. So that's why they moved here. Wow. Mm -hmm. Again, you're not making me feel old at all. <laughs> They're like, this way we like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. I get it. I'm old now. All right. All kinds of things in the body started to started to creep up on me. Dude, but, but you've cut your hair. You used to be a long haired, yeah. you know, rock star dude when I first met you. Yep, now you're I, all cleaned up and corporate. What's up with that? Well, uh, 2012, I had to get on, or 2000, you know, 20, I had to get on camera a lot more. Uh, I couldn't hide out from day to day. And uh, you know, you, you're a woman, you take care of long hair. You know, like, you know, if you've got to go make an appearance, you've got to do the, the hair, <laughs> the makeup. I mean, I, because I was working from home all the time, most of the time, unless I was doing a speaking gig, I didn't do anything with my hair. So it was a mess. Right. And now I'm having to be on camera every day. And I'm like, you know, uh, this makes you more relatable, Tim. The fact that you can, you can, you know, the struggle is real and you can now like relate. That's like a key in marketing is being relatable and authentic. Mm -hmm. Dude, you could say, I live the long hair life. Yeah. I get you women and they'll be attracted to you. Like for your business. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, <laughs> but I mean, so I've changed a lot. You've changed. I mean, tell me where you've been. Cause I look you've younger and thinner. Years. Is that what you're trying to say? I look huh? younger and thinner. No, 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 no. I don't remember you being, 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 being younger or thinner. I remember you being the same age Oh, and you're always been that. You just saved age, it. So, yeah. <laughs> no, you're supposed to say you're still as young and thin as you were. Anyways, I'm just kidding. Hey, I've been married for so long. I forget the pickup lines. Okay. Let's just face it. I'm not good with pickup lines anymore. <laughs> I'm always trying to help out my guy friends. I'm like, okay, when your wife says anything, say, oh my gosh, have you lost weight? The first thing you always say, even if it's every morning, oh my God, have you lost weight? Or your butt looks great in those jeans. Have I told you that? How pretty you are? Like little things that husbands need to remember. I've been married 33 years. So, you know, sage uh, advice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, M Mary, I had to go through three marriages to get this thing right. All right, let's face it. Okay, I'm not the I, I'm not the sharpest Christian in the Bible. Okay, <laughs> who is really? We're you know we're all a work in progress, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's all good. well, tell me what you're up to, Mary. All right, you know I met you. You were doing something with you know with text messaging and marketing when I met you. Are you still doing that? Same well, I mean, thing. What's your business now? Same thing. Yep. Yeah. We have been, I've actually been in business 32 years and my longest standing joke is I'm only 33. You're supposed to say, oh my gosh, it's started, amazing. Started Just when you were one year old. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, but we did traditional marketing our first 20 years and then our last 12, almost 13 years now has been all mobile social. So we started our software right before I met you and mm -hmm. we're still doing the same thing. We work with the military, cities, schools, restaurants, retail stores, basically helping them build a list, a database of both mobile and email numbers, e mobile numbers and email addresses mm -hmm. um, that they can instantly and on demand reach their customers 
to drive them back for sales and promotions. Um, we also have a lot of coaches that use our uh, service for automation, like we do what we call texting funnels. So mm -hmm. um, set them up, as you know, to funnel is you're in marketing, um, basically leading people down the path to the sale, helping them with accountability, things like that. Um, so yeah, texting is my jam. And that's why I've always been Mobile Mary, which I actually came up with um, uh, on the radio show that I Craig connected us with mm -hmm. John at TogiNet, TogiNet Radio. Yeah. And anymore. I don't even know what it is now, but yeah. Yeah. It has a different name, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so it's because of that show, my producer, I was joking around and I think Craig was joking around it too. It's like, I talk about mobile all the time. I should be mobile Mary. I'm like done. Mm -hmm. That's my brand. So yeah. So I've always been mobile Mary when I have my radio show and everything doing the same, but always improving it, tweaking it, helping people with strategies, both on mobile and social marketing. Mm, wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, you know, it's interesting that, you know what I mean? You found a, you know, a, a niche or a name or a name for yourself. And so often I see people that come into my fold, that come into my mastermind and everything. They're trying to find the name, but they don't have the product or service they're even doing yet. I'm like, dude, get a product or service first. Right. We'll find the name. The name will find itself. You know, right. I can pull a brand out of anybody, but, uh, Right. It does niche you. And, but what's funny is a lot of people, you know, they don't, they'll still don't understand what mobile Mary is. <laughs> you know, in fact, a funny story, probably TMI. I was actually having lunch next to our, we had a new chief of police in town. I was at a networking event sitting next to and I introduced myself as mobile Mary and without even a hesitation, he goes, do you deliver marijuana? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm like, one, if I did, I wouldn't tell you. You're the new chief of police. <laughs> Two, no, I do mobile marketing. I do mobile phones, texting. <laughs> and he goes, well, I decided to ask. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. I'm also not a mobile no notary. I don't just drive around all day for a living. Yeah, so, it's, so sometimes even when you're branded as a niche, like mobile Mary, so people have questions about it too. So mm -hmm. it's just, so I say I'm a mobile marketing mentor. Like sometimes I have a little tagline. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's interesting that we, I mean, you have to find the taglines throughout the years. Um, and some people spend so much time trying to explain what they do. Have you found it easy to come up with like that line to say what you do like that? Right. Yeah. How? Oh, was that a question? That was a question, but hey, oh. hey, if you want to make it a statement, we'll just make it a statement and keep rolling. <laughs> I'm sorry, Take I thought the, you said you did do that. I'm like, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, so, I, um, I mean, you always say basically, because right now, especially Tim, it's really important. I mean, I've been screaming into the wind that social media is awesome for building your brand, but it's a shared asset. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden people are paying attention because they see all these people's accounts getting shut down. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, before it's too late, I don't mean to be as, you know, chicken little and the sky is falling or anything, but it's really smart business. It's almost like business insurance is to build that database, right? I mean, you have to have some way to reach your customers when they're not online so you can contact them directly. Text just gets through 94% instant open rate, mm -hmm. but it's not for every situation. So I, I also help people build their, their email list because that's more for a story and a conversation, but text, get them to take action has sense of urgency. So I obviously that's the top of my funnel, but anyway, so yeah, I help people build a database from their social media, all those efforts and on their platforms so they can continue to own their list. Yeah. Cause we don't own Facebook. We don't own Instagram. No, we don't, but we can uh, own our database. 
And so it's it's interesting, Mary, because I've been saying the same thing since 2010. All right. Yes, uh, I, I know because you're smart. There when, you go. In 2010, when I started, um, you know, I mean, I started blogging, and I had people say to me, "Oh man, yeah, you don't need a website. You just need social media." And I I have a list of about 40 people who said that. And I still, to this day, say, you know, out of those 40 people who said that, every one of them have a job somewhere now, and I don't. Wow. Interesting fact. Yes. You know what I mean? And and it's interesting you say it. And now, same thing. Now, uh, you know, in 2015, I was on Blab. I don't know if you remember Blab. Yeah. And I remember all the people on Blab and, and one very famous social media guy on Blab. I don't need a website. I got social media. He's gone now. Um, right. But that same concept. And now I said, hey, what happens if you get shut down? And I'm telling you, the biggest thing to back up what I said, like him or not like him, all right, when they shut the president of the United States off of social media, I'm like, see, you right. need to have a backup list. <laughs> yes, so true. Yeah, I mean, again, politics aside, yeah. we, we just, it comes right down to the point is that if you don't own it, yeah. you don't own it. You don't own it. You're right. You're playing in their playground, in their sandbox. So you play by their rules, but then you have a backup plan. You have your insurance. And so um, it's just a good idea, as you know. And so with your blog, I'm assuming that people can subscribe to your blog or give you their email to get some kind of freebie on your blog or things of like course. that. Of course. I mean, come on. I was I, I learned from Craig Doswalt. <laughs> Ah, it's, it's interesting. You know, you know I mean? How we think about that. And, uh, you know, here's one of the things that, that uh, you know, email marketing and, and mobile, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of combine the two and you can use points throughout this to separate. Yeah, I call it a digital database. Yeah. yeah. Cause I want you to do that every now and then I want you, I know in our questions, you're going to separate them. Well, that works on this, but it doesn't work on this. All right. But <laughs> in this question here, we're going to group them together. Okay. And I'm going to say this here. Uh, you know, so many people come to me and they come to my events and their first question is, yeah, yeah, but I'm worried about, you know what I mean, losing the people. What do you think of people who are worried about losing people off their database? It's actually a good thing. <laughs> you don't want to talk to someone who doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. And so if you can whittle down your list to only the people who are these raving fans mm -hmm. that are waiting for your next message, be it text or email, right? If they're waiting for it, they're excited about it. They have a positive vibe, so to speak, when they get a message from you, like they're so excited to open that email because they know that what you're going to say means something to them because they're your perfect, as they would say in marketing avatar mm -hmm. or your, you know, your perfect audience, someone who want, knows, likes, and trusts you so much that they want everything that you do, they're the people that will come into the top of your funnel, right? And and maybe buy something small, $27 package or 37 something. And mm -hmm. then, oh, wow, this is great. I want more. Mm -hmm. And they're going to buy something a little bit more and more until they become like one of your mastermind or one of your large coaching clients. And they will never leave you because they love you. They love what you do, how you make them feel. Because mm -hmm. you know that famous quote, it doesn't matter how, what people, what you say or whatever, is how you make someone feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I butcher that quote every time, <laughs> my lad. I butcher every quote all the time, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but it's true. And so if you can evoke emotion, hey, Anita, how are you? Exactly. You know exactly, Anita. I totally do, agree do, with you. So you yeah, you don't want everybody. Yeah. Do, you, do you know her? I don't actually. You, Anita, you need to connect with Mobile Mary. She's hosting a conference of 100 speakers in like so many days that we're, I'm part of it. You need oh. to be part of that. 
Oh my gosh. Anita, connect with Mary. Mary, connect with Anita. Here, we're, we're using Hi. this show today to connect people. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love that. I love it. You're a connector. I love that. Um, but yeah, so that's a really good question, um, Tim. People don't ask it enough because they are so like, they're almost like hoarders of their database. Like, it, you know, it only matters if you have 5 million followers or 5 million, whatever. No, it's people who who want what you have and will buy from you. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all in business to feed our family. So we can't just keep giving it away. You know, they have to be able to interact in the, in the exchange of, of commerce. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so very good uh, question. Yeah. Now, now I work, uh, you know I mean? I work in using like shopping carts. So I'm using currently, um, I've been using one shopping cart for years, that version that Craig had. I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah. Uh, but now recently, a lot of us are switching over to Kartra. Mm -hmm. And I know Kartra has the has the abilities to work in a texting platform. Are you working with some of your clients that are using Kartra? I do have an API that works with almost every okay. software. Okay. Yeah. So cool. usually like you can be on a marketplace and they have ones that are already connected or you can use the API of a, of a service that you like. So we usually help people and we use Zapier, you know, to connect a lot of things. So it, it all depends on what is important to you. Mm -hmm. Now, when I, when I set my shopping cart up, all right, I have a couple things that like have to have to be interconnected like that. They require sure. things getting to connect with one another. Um, and one of them is my credit card processor. The right. most important one to get hooked up. <laughs> Just <Yes>. saying. Uh, <laughs> but in your case here, do you have a team of people that like if I wanted to use your service, Mary, that basically I can just call in. Your team's going to go in, work with my work to set it up for me. Amen. Yep. Yep. Um, and so I was going to ask you, are you doing Stripe now, PayPal? What is your form of? Um, I have Stripe, PayPal, but I also, I have a, a direct thing up. I don't know if you know. Authorize.net. Uh, uh, it's through Authorize.net. I have a lady who's another one in Craig's, uh, Barbara Cunningham. That oh. literally, I don't know if you know Barbara or not. That name I, sounds familiar. I don't, uh, loyalty processing. I don't have to worry about anything. Like, you know, I get all the time people are calling me to sell me their credit card service. I'm like, are you with loyal processing? No, no. We want to talk to you about ours. This. Thank you. Bye. If I have <laughs> right. a problem and I've had it where my site, something didn't connect, I can text Barbara and she calls the person on the team to take care of it. And usually I get a call back within 45 minutes. Okay. We got it fixed. Right. I have a one person contact. That's all I want. Give me a business that I got to contact. They're going to contact the member on the team that handles it. Right. But that's what I'm looking for. Right. Uh, yeah. So, well, it's, it's funny how you get to a point in business where you, you the fluff kind of goes away. You just want what works and yeah. you want people that you work with who are going to be on your team, so to speak. I'm not saying team sarcastically, I shouldn't air quote that they are on your team. They're there, have your best interest in mind. And that's what some of our biggest customers, I mean, the military will text in and say, Hey, I mean, obviously not the military. It's usually a Colonel or someone in high rank, but, you know, can you send this out for us? Or we have a large restaurant chain and they'll say, you know, Hey, we have a promotion. I'm away from, I'm something happened and I am away from my deck. Can you, even though they can send it from their own phone too, but again, they want to make sure it's strategic. And we're like, of course we'll take care of it for you. And that's the difference is having, you know, not just be on a, you know, have a, have a 24 hour, you know, sport ticket that they're not, you hope yeah. they'll get back to you, but you need information. You need your, you know, everything set up now. So that's important. And I do the same thing, Tim. I work with a team of people who I know I can text them and say, Hey, can you do this for my business? So mm -hmm. that's what I, I, when I work with my clients, I think of the same thing, like do unto others as you would have done to yourself. Yes, exactly. Right? The golden rule. 
I, you know, and, and I've gotten stuck over the years, Mary. Uh, when I moved to Dallas in 1998, uh, the first thing I had to do was, you know, transfer my car insurance over from Pennsylvania to Texas. And I got here. So the first thing I did was I looked up a couple of, you know, insurance and I was a state farm customer. Right. I looked up state farm agents and one state farm agent said to me, uh, yeah, Tim, I'll come by your office with the paperwork. All right. Do you want to keep the same coverage? All right. And he actually we, on phone calls, we didn't have like uh, email back and forth that as much back then. Yeah. I'm like, okay. He came to my workplace. All right. Went through everything on my lunch break with me. I didn't have to drive to him. Do you know that? I, I mean, I drove by his office again this morning, coming back from coffee, 22 years, 23 years later. Now um, I wow. am still doing business with that guy. Wow. Because of that service that he gave me. Exactly. Some people will not give the service that's needed and not understand that they're going for a buck. And I mean, I realize you got a service that most people, a lot of people are now are, are starting to compare shop. What right. is it you would tell them when they're compare shopping? Go, hey, let me talk to you about service. Right. Tell Which, us what you would tell that person. <laughs> yeah. So there's been things over the years, and I'm sure you've dealt with this too, Tim, that keep coming up. Like when we first got into texting, um, people would say, because Twitter just come out as well. And they're like, well, why would I use texting when I have Twitter? And I would say, well, you don't own Twitter. You want to own your database. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I can just free and I can get people out there. I said, well, why don't you use Twitter? But then say, hey, if you'd like to be on my personal, private mm -hmm. communication line, text this, that, you know, and get them off Twitter. Use it to brand, you know, promote your brand, but then get them off Twitter. So, yeah, use it, but whatever. Um, and then there's kind of a it's people almost roll their eyes sometimes and say, well, I'm all about service. You know, um, one of my favorite movies is um, uh, That Thing You Do. Have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Tom Hanks. Yeah. 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 And there's always that famous line. Um, they don't know nothing about service. They're one of his lines in the beginning of the movie. Um, and people say, oh, what's that worth? But when crunch time happens, service, like, you know what service means, right? So I think it, it's service doesn't mean anything until you're in a pinch. So that's, you know, how I would explain to people. And I also don't put our pricing on our website because I don't want to be shopped. And most of my clients don't come from the web anyway, even though I have a website and a blog and I'll, you know, all the things, right? Yeah. All of my are usually people who are happy and their friends have said, hey, who, who does their texting? That seems to work really well for you. And then they refer me and that's, and still to this day, I'm still doing all the SEO and still doing all the social, still doing all this stuff. But my best clients and my most long-term clients are all word of mouth. And because people know that they've been taken care of and they want to re recommend their friends. So that's means a lot to me. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's providing the service. All right. It's connecting with them. You're connecting to them on a personal level, uh, makes them not want to leave. You know what I mean? It's like, right. uh, you know what I mean? When, when I try, my biggest thing is trying to remember every little, the, the details that matter, like, you know, like Anita this morning, I know Anita and I know what she's doing in my mind and I can go and I'm like, in my mind went, dang, I need to connect these two people. Uh, <laughs> you know, that and, is and a see, And also she showed up. Yeah. And she made a comment, right? So mm -hmm. when you're invested in something and when you show up, you know, now yeah. we're not really showing up live anymore, even though I, I miss those days. Yeah, yeah. I, I just miss too. hugging. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm a hugger. Um, anyways, but she showed up and she, so my, one of the strategies that I don't know where I picked it up years and years and years ago when I would always go to these mass events, I always found my way to the microphone. 
when they have like the first questions out of the gate. Anybody have a question? I would like book it up to the microphone. Hi, I'm Mary Barnett with another brilliant idea because everyone needs another brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. My question today is, you know, mm-hmm. and I've always told like newbies who come in, I'm like, oh my gosh, get like, let everybody in the room know you're here. And then when people are in breakout sessions or whatever, like, oh, you're the one who asked the question. Mm-hmm. Oh, so when I show up on live events, I'm always commenting, liking it, sharing it. Like, I want the host to know that I care and that I'm showing up to support them. Why do I keep doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's well, you know what I mean? Out of control. It, it, out of control. It those people who are listening to audio only so they know when we're doing air quotes. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Insert. Air quote. <laughs> um, you know, um, one of the things that I've done over the years, and I've, I do it with comedy to make sure people remembered me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've never been able to. I, I've never been able to get it out in a in a line. Of course, now we've got a much cooler brand that works. But I, I did for years because I look like Tom Petty. Yeah, I'm Tim Gillette. You know what I mean? You can find me at nottompetty.com, and people <laughs> would remember it because they'd look at me and go, "Yeah, you kind of look like Tom Petty." Uh, it was memorable. All right. But the same thing is doing that. But you reminded me by telling me about the question. I always like to do that, but I like to ask questions to make sure nobody forgets my question. Ooh, tell so me. I did this thing a couple of years ago. Um, well, Dean Kane, actor Dean Kane was at one of Craig's things. And I know oh, yeah, Dean- he interviewed you or something. He right? did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I actually, Mike, coaching clients, when you sign up for my coaching program, you get an email that sends you to a private video that's Dean Kane welcoming you to my coaching program. Um, I, I know it. Dean personally. But at the time, I'm at this event and I know Dean because I'm, I'm connected to him and I'm like, I know the question that people will not forget about Dean because he's up there talking about working with Terry Hatcher and working with a lot of people. And I come up with and I go, so Dean, you worked with Terry Hatcher, all right, and worked, had a good relationship with it. He goes, yeah. I says, you know, she was on another TV show, Seinfeld. Do you remember that episode? He goes, yeah. And I said, there's a question that every guy who's seen her on Seinfeld wants to know the answer to. Can you give us the answer? And he goes, what question? Are they real? (laughs) Oh, my word. The room just rolled in laughter. And like afterwards, like I'm, I'm like his escort on security taking him back to his car. And we're walking through the halls and he goes, that was the most brilliant question anybody has ever asked me on stage. <laughs> you, but you talked about that, being memorable about the question and letting people know that you, when you get up there to ask that question, first of all, you showed up. Right. Second of all, you made an impact to let them know, I've got a service that everybody in this room needs. Right. But most importantly, here's a question I'm going to ask. Right. They got, I mean, right now, first of all, they know that you're showing up. They know that you've got a service now. And third, making an impactful question, it's the trifecta. They are never going to leave that room without getting to know you. Right? I know. Thank you so much. Thank you for validating that. (laughs) Hey, I have a question for you, Tim. Sure. Um, You, when when I met you, you had the word rock star in your brand. And I know we were at the Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp. Tell me what the difference of your brand and the Rockstar was. I've always been curious. So that is a sincere, sincere question. That that was actually the laptop I had when I started. And if you see it back there, it says Rocker Life Coach was my brand. That's right. Rocker. Okay. Rocker Life Coach. Now, we, I owned several websites around Rockstar. 
And, uh, you know what I mean? We working with Craig, the very first thing that Craig, it was Craig, Adam Ace in a oh. break room and Adam and Craig, Adam hit me first with it. And he said, Tim, your brand does not speak what you sell. We need to change it. And I'm like, oh man, but that's so cool. And he says, cool doesn't sell. I mean, I love Adam Ace because he, he actually, it was, it was the uncomfortable truth I needed to hear. Right. And Adam did, Adam. we changed it from that to the rock and roll keys to business success. Then we went to when I, I in 2015, working with Larry Broughton, Larry says, Tim, what are the two things that people ask you to speak about? I said, blogging and branding, dump everything else and create a brand around blogging and branding. So we created rock around your blog. Then it was right your way to the top. Then it was the, the conference come out in 2018. We want to do a blog conference, but not just blog, blog and video because I was the guy on Blab who come up with the green check mark idea. Uh, 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 basically, it was green, it was a green check mark that said you were Blab verified. And nice. I, I actually had the, uh, the, the CEO of Blab call me and said, Sean was a nice guy. He says, Tim, can you stop? I realize it's a fun and game, but I get thousands of emails a day asking me how to get Blab verified. And I'm like, Sean, it was meant to be a joke. He said, yeah, but your joke has gone too far. And I'm wow. Like, yeah. That's but, amazing. Why didn't he just do it then? He could have implemented that in his software. Well, we had a whole video series telling you how to do it. It was nothing more than a green emoji next to your name. Right. And basically, I had a whole opt-in series. And at the end of it, the video basically said, so go into your profile, go in here and add the check mark. But like, we just, because so many people will go on the, on the, on the scene of things and they fear missing out. And it was a, it was a huge, funny, we call it, you know what I mean? It was a, what do they call them? One of those like Fomos. practical jokes or, or, or it wasn't a practical joke. It was a publicity stunt. Yeah. Right? I love it. It worked. All right. It got right. me known in the blab industry in the blab when they were on, but we created, we went from there to video when blog and video con. And then we were trying to come up with a brand that was so solidified that I could trademark because mm -hmm. we couldn't trademark blog and video con. And uh, we're sitting in a mastermind and we come up with this idea of stupid, easy marketing. So immediately I jump on it, right? Not knowing that there's a gentleman in California who already trademarked stupid, easy in the marketing mm -hmm. category. But I learned my lessons in 2018 around trademarking because my last name is Gillette. The name Gillette is trademarked. Oh, that's right. And I could not use Gillette marketing, Gillette anything because they can, they can sue me. However, I'm like, okay, I got to find something my own. So with the green check mark, if you see, if I actually can see if I can actually come up with here, I have it in my branding is up in the top. That is my new yeah. logo. With the green check mark. marketing. I love it. Simple, I easy marketing. And that's the trademark. It came last week. So, but anyway, that was the, the whole You have a trademark for that? Simple, easy marketing? Simple, easy marketing is trademarked. It is my trademark. Yes. That is awesome. Congratulations. Um, and, it, and it's, and it is, it's a process. You know what I mean? You, I, when I came to that, that meeting, I was cool. I had a lot of things going on, but nothing was in the final processes of like, you know what I mean? Okay, let's narrow this down. How do I meet people, get them to know me, make money, you know what I mean? Get them on a list, make money. I did not have that down. And uh, there's a lot of tools out there that, you know what I mean? And you get this because you sell a tool that people will buy the tools, but they don't have the products, the knowledge, the connections and everything to make it work. Right. So then they dump 
you know, $50, $70 a month on this tool for months on end with nothing to make it work. And then they get mad because they're making no money and they realize that they needed to get all the stuff done before they bought the tool. Right. Yeah. We actually have, we have a COVID special that's, it's run out on February 1st. It was, we brought it down to $27 a month, mm. but we found that again, that was just to help a lot of, re- it was a restaurant promotion because we were doing a tennis stuff in um, since March given f- for free for our social and mobile services. We started a program called flag frontline appreciation group of Corona mm-hmm. because I live in a town named after the beer, not the virus. Thank you very much. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was the you know the solution was I just drank more Corona beer I was fine right I was trying to start that, that rumor by the way because I was trying to help the company out so I'm like I heard this is the antidote I'd walk around grocery stores I heard this is the antidote <laughs> anyways I'm sure I led people astray um, but I actually in the very beginning of the lockdown in March because um, I started like I said giving away our services just for our local restaurants that were like struggling like mm-hmm. crazy. So I was trying to build them a list, right? Get them, um, let people know they're open and they're clean and all this kind of stuff that they weren't doing. They were just kind of panicked, right? Um, but I actually had made a appointment with somebody who I'd met at the Social Media Marketing World Conference, which was like, it ended and the shutdown was like the next day. It was like the yeah. last event of the year in my industry and our, our industry. And um, I'd met someone, we set an appointment for like a couple of Fridays out in the future. Well, when I called him at that appointment time, he, it didn't pick up. And I called again, didn't pick up. So I emailed him. I said, Hey, if this is not a good time. You had set this time on my calendar. We can reschedule. No problem, whatever. And like almost instantly I hit send almost instantly the phone rang. And he says, I am so embarrassed. I said, why? And he goes, I didn't pick up your phone call. You called twice. Right. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, cause it came up as Corona. And I said, Oh my God, <laughs> please don't tell me that you thought you'd get the virus to the phone. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. He says, no, but on the East Coast, they're warning us of scams. And if anything comes on our phone that says Corona to not answer it because it's gonna be a scam artist. So I was like, oh my God, my poor community (laughs) is gonna start losing money, right? And so I had read an article about this woman who started this group called FLAG, Frontline Appreciation Group. Mm -hmm. And she was raising money from the community to pay restaurants to deliver food to frontline heroes. Um, hospitals, police, fire, mm-hmm. you know. So I called her up and I said, Hey, I, my little town needs this, this, this chair. Like, can I start a chapter? Yeah. Cause I, you know, so I went to the city, I went to the chamber of commerce. I'm like, can, you know, who wants to partner with me on this? So the local fa- uh, chamber foundation par- partner, cause I didn't want to take the money personally because she was doing that and I have a corporation and I wouldn't want to mix funds. So I, um, I asked them to do it and they would sponsor it. So since April, uh, I think 4th, we started this group and now it's the uh, flag of Corona. And so we're trying to do a little PR for our little city. And we've raised over $20,000 that we've got gone straight hundred percent to our restaurants and they deliver food. We have what we call flag Friday. And um, we would, um, I should say hashtag flag flag Friday. And um, we bring them to an ER ICU or the whole hospital senior care centers for their staff that's used working graveyard where typically the only thing they're eating in the middle of the night is out of vending machines. Yeah. Yeah. And for a long time when they were locked in for 24 hours at a time, I thought that wasn't right. They're they're putting their life at risk and having cold, icky food. And our restaurants are struggling and dying on the vine. Like, hello. So if you, if your listeners want to find out about flag and what we're doing, if they text the word flag to the number seven, one, four, four, one, they can get a link to our Facebook group. They can get a link to donate. Um, 
And it's just so gratifying when you, like I have restaurants that will text me and say, hey, we're having a hard time meeting payroll this week. I'm sorry? Hold on a second. What was that number again? Sure. I'll put it in the chat. Uh, the the short code is 71441. And they're going to text the word flag. Text. Uh, I'm trying to type it into one of my banners real quick to bring it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Yay! Okay, cool. I didn't know if it's in the chat. Again, yeah, I, so I try to set them up ahead of time, but sometimes setting them up on the fly, I have, I'm not a good divided person. I'm a, yeah. It's okay. You're a boy. Boys think like waffles. Girls think like spaghetti. Have you heard you that? You know, there's a joke that I had. I don't know if I should tell it, Mary, because I, well, you know, I'm going to tell it anyway. This lady years ago, I worked with her at Starbucks and she was, you know, she was probably about 10 years older than me. All right. She had a couple of kids and, um, you know, I, 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 we used to say, well, you know, why is it that guys are right? They, they actually go into a mall and they just go get what they want and they can figure it out. And she goes, it's easy. They have something that points them on telling what they want to do. <laughs> and I'm like, she was hilarious. I mean, she was a, she was a great lady that. to work with. So anyway, I love that. Yeah. But do you get the, the waffle analogy? I mean, boys can, they're, they think in compartments, you know, they have work home, yeah you know, whatever. And then girls, everything is mixed together. So that's why we go off on tangents or whatever. But I remember once a guy said, you know, it is true. Like I can, cause I, my husband would be like, what are you thinking about? Nothing. I'm like, how is that possible? How could you not be thinking about anything? Like I'm thinking about a bazillion things at one time. And he's like, I really am not thinking about anything. I'm like, and so I had a expert in, you know, psychology or whatever. He's like, yeah, there's times where guys can just think about nothing. I'm like, so that's the waffle. They have an empty box is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yep, I've, I've got one of them empty boxes. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Anyway. Wow, I, I wish I had that. I would love to be able to unplug. That'd be awesome. I think that's what wine is for. So there you go. It is. I have great. No, no. Anyway, so <laughs> let's get back to business here a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah, let me ask you this. Uh, you know what I mean? To get into this field, all right, and getting into this, I love to ask this question. Sure. Do you have something in, there in your past, like a mentor or or maybe it was a boss or a coach who said something to you that has impacted your life until this day? I've had so many. <laughs> I've had so many. I um, I mean, my dad owned his own business when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, when I was in junior high, he started a business because he was laid off. He was an engineer. And I think all of engineers in California were laid off in 1971. And... Um, <laughs> So they took their life savings and invested in a bumper car lot. And that, the old fashioned engine, big giant inner tube with a seat on it. And I don't even think we had seat belts. Like, like there was no waivers. <laughs> you paid 50 cents. You got to drive around and balance into people, you know, for 15 minutes. Um, and we all had a job. There were six of us kids. My job was sweeping the lot every morning. And then I could go play with my friend. She had horses. It was an awesome life actually. Um, and then during uh, June and July, I got to hold the sign spinner. I was like one of the first sign spinners for our freedom fireworks stand mm -hmm. on our property, which was really cool anyways. But I learned that, you know, when you have your own business, you are the master of your destiny. Mm -hmm. And I watched him. And so from there he started, um, you know, just to make money to feed us, he would take draftsman jobs and things. And then he started his own business and then he could charge whatever he wanted. Like he got to the point where I remember in his eighties, he was still taking phone calls because he always joked and said he knew where the bones were buried because mm -hmm. he designed water um, stations and electrical grids for California. And um, people could talk to him and in 15 minutes, they could learn more than they could research in three weeks. 
-hmm. And so he was charging $500 an hour just to talk to people. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that's, you know, I want to be able to do that. So I remember I got a job out of college, just like you're expected to. And when I was bringing my little Mac Plus every day to work to do their newsletter, because I thought it was outrageous that they were spending $10,000 a month to do something I could do on PageMaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? So I and then after four months saving them forty thousand dollars, they wouldn't pay to fix my computer because the fan there was no internal fan, mm-hmm. so it like burned out. I just needed three hundred dollars to fix it, and I would have continued to be happy doing all this work for them, and they refused me because it wasn't their machine. Yeah, and I was like, I could be charging ten thousand dollars for this, <laughs> you know? Yeah, really? So I think along the way, I've watched different people, and then I've always hired coaches like you and I've, you know, I've hired people that I respect and I see what they're doing and I want to emulate them. And I've learned little bits and pieces from people in the 32 years of business. And I've always, like you said, we've all evolved and offer different services and add-ons. I mean, I have packages, you know, I have just a flat DIY. Um, I have a, a little mini course or, you know, work class, a masterclass that I teach about everything. And then I have like a done for you service um, it's like three months of my software plus me setting everything out for like nine ninety seven. So like I have different packages and I think all of us do that, right? We all evolve our businesses, change with the times. Like I'm not doing <laughs> billboards and all the stuff I used to do 25 yeah. years ago. I've evolved into something that I feel like it gets people results and it gives them more long-term, um, income and more profitability because when I first did um, our first national campaign was for Kawasaki. I did events for them before and we drove 93,000 new customers, their dealerships. And I had all the data. I knew what color bike, what style bike, when they wanted to buy, what they wanted. Like I had all this data. They didn't even know what to do with all of it. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I've never had these results. And it was just on a fluke. I, every time there people would tell me, well, you can't capture the person's name or you can't capture their birthday or you can't tell me what kind of bike they like. I'd be like, yeah, I can. And then I'd call my engineers. <laughs> Okay, I need you to do this, you know, change this, change that, right? So we built this amazing thing because like people kept telling me, you can't do this. And I was a baby of six and my mantra was, you're not the boss of me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's been my thing my whole life. It's like, it drives my kids and my husband crazy. He was like, they're like, ah, mom. I'm like, what? Be the master of your own destiny. Take the bull by the horns. Like, you can do it. You just have to like figure out a way to help the most people for the most cost effective way. Then anyway, I won't go on to all that. <laughs> but I'm just saying as I get really excited about it, because I think people need to understand that they can do anything they want. It takes a lot of hard work, but then it's okay to pivot yeah, because yeah. everything like you have told me, I've watched your videos for years, you know, working at, you were even homeless at one point. Like yes. you're a, you're a, such a success story working at Starbucks. Like you have come full circle and Right. And you've pivoted and you've done all these amazing. I'm so impressed with you, Tim. Like you've really blessed so many people's lives with your down to earth. You know, you have you have real strategies that help people get things done and get out of their own way. And I think sometimes we so overthink it. I was just talking to a client today. He has like a little um, he's been totally hit by COVID. He has a his business is um, festivals. Like he has a, he makes, um, he's one of those trailers that makes, uh, what are those called? Funnel cakes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. He has had like 197 events a year gone. That's he's a 65 year old man. 
Yeah. His whole business is like was decimated. And so it's like, I've been helping him like create a list and people love him. So we're trying to make like a mini festival experience. He's parked in a parking lot of a party store who've allowed him to sit, you know, so at night he's open and people can come and get treats and things like that. It's like, but that's the thing. It's like, he never built a list. He just relied on events, which was his social platforms, or it was his yeah, platform yeah. that he built his business on. So I think it's important to know that no matter where you're at or what you've done, you take all that experience that you've done, like you have, and then you use that expertise into whatever new thing you're doing. So when people do have lost their jobs or had to downsize their company or shift a direction, it's okay because it gives you a great opportunity to take everything you've known and do something in a different way that's going to help even more people. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> no, that is, trust me, it's, 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 it fits in. I mean, I've I, 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 I've taken uh, this uh, branding course with Frank, and again, I'm talking about branding, but I taken this thing with Frank Kern last week, and he's like, you need three fundamental pillars, and I'm like, my number one pillar is you can do this, you have the ability to create your own destiny, and right. I, I firmly believe that that is like the founding principle of my being an entrepreneur, and again, mine goes back to my dad was a, a you know a diesel mechanic and a truck driver. And in the 1970s, every one of them got shut down one after another in Pennsylvania. Right. And I was like, it, my dad went from job to job. But I remember as a child, something that happened that I went, okay, that that's never going to happen to me and my family. And I and I stopped believing. I think I was like 11 years old. I didn't wow. believe in the education system. Didn't believe. I mean, you, you, you right there shut me down and said the system don't work. And I went from like doing okay in school to being a DNF student. Cause like, wow. all right, you look at, uh, and, and, you know, at the time, you know what I mean? As a parent, they're looking at, oh my God, my, my kid's failing. But now as I get older, I look back to that as a dividing point in my life. Exactly. That's exactly when in my mind, something clicked and went, this don't work. Quit putting your time in there. Quit putting your effort in there and go find something that does. Right. And that's exactly what you just got done saying. Go find it. If this isn't working, stop doing it. Go find something. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And if you're not having impact, uh, yeah. like you might say, oh, my God, I love doing blank. But if it's not helping anyone, and maybe it's just a hobby. Mm. But if you can do something that helps somebody live a better life, right, mm. that definition of success, you know, leaving the world a better place yeah. and you found it. And if you can help someone just jump, go up even one level, the baby steps, right? Yeah. One um, step at a time, they, they'll be, they can become a success. Oh, 100%. But sometimes they just need someone like you, Tim, to hold mm -hmm. their hand and say, it's going to be okay. Just one more step, one more yeah. step. You can do it. What up more step. Just like when you're teaching a kid to walk, they don't know it instantly, but they need someone to guide them and help them and encourage them. And I think that's so important. Like for all of us, I always, my favorite um, saying is rising tides lifts all boats. And I think when I do social media strategy for people, I'm like, at least once a week, shout out either a customer, a vendor, a partner, you know, tell them how amazing they are. Just this, I think it was Sunday, I spoke to the National Charity League and it was just to a bunch of like high school girls and their moms. And it was, how do you use social media to get into the college or career of your dreams? And I was like, okay, at least once a week, say something awesome about your mom mm -hmm. or about your little brother. Like my little brother, trained every day. And today he made the little, little league team. I'm so proud of him. Mm -hmm. Or, oh my gosh, my sister just won the debate team or whatever it is. Or my mom made this awesome dinner tonight and she worked so hard. I'm so grateful. Once a week, say something really cool about someone else has nothing to do with you. 
-hmm. I said, when colleges are looking for people to go to their school or, or, or employers are looking for an employee, they see that on your <laughs> social media, you're going to be the one they want to hire or bring to their school you're right. because you're thinking others, right? You're helping others rise. And then again, it, you rise as well. So the whole boat thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's so important that, that we all do, even if we're really successful in business, reach down and pull somebody else up. Your bet. So, well, Mary, this has been a fun day getting to talk with you. Again. Yes. It's, it's I, a, I, I can't believe 48 minutes have gone by. I wow. I know. I, what I what I want to do is I just want to make sure everybody who's in here gets a chance to come get a hold of you. What is a yes. website that they can reach you at? Sure. Um, they can go to another brilliant idea and on there they can, you know, make an appointment with me um, or they could text the word Mary uh, to the same number. 71441 is my short code. Mm -hmm. And they can get an appointment right there uh, as well. And they can see how texting works. Um, but yes, I'd love to be of service to anyone. Uh, and uh, I so am appreciative, Tim, that you have allowed me to come on your show and uh, speak with your audience. And it's so great to catch up with you. This has been so much fun. We have to do this again more often. I'm just saying. I, I, I think I'll find a, way, I find a way. But anyway. Yeah. And so, Mary, if, whoever you talk to in the rock star world, especially Craig, give him a hug for me. Oh, I miss the whole gang. Yeah, I know. I actually, I think I'm going to see him tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow oh. we have we have a weekly call, and I I'm on almost every almost every Wednesday. I'm on. Last Wednesday, I was hanging out with somebody and couldn't make it. But anyway. Oh, nice. We'll give it my best. Yeah. So anyway, before I finish up, though, I have this wonderful little list of this or that questions that I have prepared specifically for you. Oh, okay. So it's a game. I learned it from Sammy Hagar. I still think I'm cooler than him, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, why not? All right. I ask you the question. All right. And uh, some of these are might might spawn a conversation. Some of them are probably going to be, yeah, that, that's my answer. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see. So uh, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Bring it, baby. Question number one I ask everybody is Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay. Like, were you the first round of Star Wars in the 70s or like, yeah, yes. yeah me too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like Star Trek. I talk about the Borg. I use that example all the time. Just yeah. plug into the Borg and lay back and relax. <laughs> this is all online marketing. So let's go to something a little more in your field, shall we? Ooh. Apple or Android? Apple. Once you go Mac, you never go back. So are you on Clubhouse then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still not getting into it, but anyway, yeah, it's a whole nother. Yeah. It's hard. Like you have to like be really intentional and you, know, you don't want to waste your time and it's, it's not recorded. So it's all in the moment. So it's, it's good for that way, but yeah, not. I like to record my content anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My next one here is goes to the clothing. All right. Especially in our COVID area, our, our COVID time frame. Are you a dress up person? Or are you like wearing yoga pants around the house? Yoga pants. <laughs> I actually wore my brand, I'm orange is my brand, so I wore yeah. my business suit for you. But you know, I'm, I'm pajamas down below. I, I, my first. Or no, these are yoga pants. Yoga pants. Okay, yeah, my first speaking gig in, in in COVID. Yeah, I pajamas, nice shirt, suit jacket. Pajamas. Oh yeah, yeah. I always say dress up from the waist up. Yep, yep. Yeah. So. Oh, and by the way, if anyone's listening in their own um, clubhouse, it's at Mobile Mary. So yeah, yeah, cool. It's, it's so. Across the board. Well, let's stick with in there. Since we're dressing up, are you a heels girl or are you a boots girl? Boots. Uh-huh. Boots, tennis, flip-flops. You know, us Texas people, we're into the boots. You've seen some of my boots, by the way. Yes. I've got a pretty cool collection. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. I have. Yeah. Um, let's move on to some food products. Tacos or hamburger? Ooh. We know, we know they're both good, so. I know, right? 
Well, my biggest client is Miguel's Jr., so I'll have to say tacos. Mm, gotta gotta say loyal. Tacos, I love tacos. So. I love burgers. I'm a I'm a food girl. I don't know. You it, know. It is, I'm it hearty, is hearty stock. It is Tuesday. And you know, in, in, in Texas on Tuesday, it's Taco Tuesday. It's always Taco Tuesday, baby. <laughs> and today is also Texting Tuesday. Hashtag Texting Tuesday. Texting Tuesday. I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. Wow. So let me move <laughs> on to this one here. If you're going on vacation, would you rather go camping? Or stay in a hotel. 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 So okay. All right. How my about husband's, my yeah. husband's form of camping is um is Motel Six. Cool. Okay. How about have having you're having a drink? Are you gonna have some wine or beer? Ooh, depending on time of day. Oh, I mean, before come on. Five, we before there. five beer, after five wine. Or, beer, house, or, or bourbon seven. Yeah. Or oh no, in our, in our house is moonshine. So. I also like a good dirty martini if I'm out. Oh, like, that's what when my, when Gwen, my wife Gwen gets home, that's hers. So yeah. dirty martini. So yeah. my mom's Ooh, coming, my mom my mom's coming to join the broadcast, Mary. That's your mom. Yeah, my mom. Hi, mom. My mom lives in a condo uh, here in our our development. So oh, how fun that you have your mom. I love that. Give her a hug for me after we're done. I will. So uh, my last two here. The next one is the toilet paper. Does it go over on the roll or under? over i love this woman so <laughs> this year has been one of the most under is for losers over only over over sorry mary, mary, now mary i know that you know uh casey everhart right yes so casey oh, yeah. when he was on i gave that question to him and you know casey casey gets along with everybody i asked that question casey's like over i don't want to deal with them if they're under people i'm like the best so, one. No, no. The yeah, best all my kids get in trouble. If they put it on under, I'm like, who are you? Were you raised by wolves? No, no. <laughs> the, the best one was this lady I had on from New Hampshire. Her name's Cammie. And Cammie, when she when she I asked that question, Cammie goes, Well, I'm single. And if I'm dating a guy and I go to his house, after the third time of switching that toilet paper from under or over, that relationship's over. <laughs> this man is not dating material. <laughs> I love that. So my last one on the question here is boxers or briefs. Ooh. You asked that that of a Well, so much for my podcast. My mom. I'm a girl. I'm a girl, so I, you know, girls like briefs because you know it doesn't get crammed up in your pants and make it look bumpy on your pants. But for boys, if you're walking around boxers, because you know it's more decent. But my daughters like wearing boxers around. That's their thing, and my husband's like put on pants. They're like, they're like shorts. It's okay. So yeah, my husband's a brief and then everybody else in my house is boxers. I, uh, I again, interesting things that happen when these questions get asked on my show, because one of them <laughs> what I had on my show was, uh, I don't know if you, you know, uh, Deborah, uh, Kagan, uh, out in California. She's the mojo girl. Deborah okay, was on the show, and that was the only time I ever changed my last question because Deborah's like hers is all the sexuality. So I'm like, Deborah, I got to change yours, and I forget what I even asked, I asked her. Like, like girls, song or and, and, oh yeah, and you know what I mean. Deborah's like, I'm so glad you changed that question for me. But anyway, yeah, and um, I'm a, I'm a no thong girl. It, I'm sorry, it hurts. No, yeah. some girls are like, oh, they're more comfortable. I'm like, no, not for me. I don't care. <laughs> Mary, one more time, tell them your website so they can get a hold of you for the audio people. Make sure they hear it. Yes. 
Mary Barnett, also called Mobile Mary in the industry. I help you build a database from social media so you own it. And you can find more information at anotherbrilliantidea.com because everyone needs another brilliant idea. Yeah. So, and I'm Mobile Mary on, on Facebook. So. So I need to left quite a bit of, of, of questions or quite a bit of, of comments here today. You know what I mean? So I'm going to just, yeah, that's that. But anyway, we'll, we'll connect with her. Awesome. Hi, mom. Anyway, so I got to make sure I acknowledge the people who leave comments. So they're great people. That's we lovely. love to support them for the show. But <laughs> well, Mary, I thank you for being on the show today. And uh, it's been great getting to catch up with you. It's been too long. We need to get together more often. I love it. So, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thanks for joining us, Mom. Yeah. To you, the listener, I want to thank you guys for coming in today, supporting our show. Be sure to go uh, subscribe to our podcast. It's on Apple. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on all of them. Just go to timgillettshow.com. Uh, It'll take you over there to subscribe, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash timgillette. I'm Tim Gillette with The Tim Gillette Show, and we'll be back real soon with another guest to tell you all about them, just like Mary. For now, see you later. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>